looking for Kofi. Kofi, can he cut it back? Kofi to Tigers! Can you believe it? Russell King! That ball goes to Kenny Miller. Ball down to Miller! Welcome back to All Caps 1974, and we are podcasting outdoors this evening. So if you hear some birds chirping in the background, that would be birds. That's birds. Because we're out back on the patio. Beautiful, beautiful Tuesday evening. And uh, we got two really good soccer games we got to talk about. Two really good. Oh, I'm assuming you're talking about the women's game as well? Yes. Okay, there we go. Yes. Awesome. So. Whitecaps taking it to the LA Galaxy in what I would call a thoroughly professional performance. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not too much you can complain about. Um, yeah, at, at the same time, not I wouldn't call it spectacular. No. I, it was professional. It, and it, it's Yeah, they put a shift in. They put a good shift in. Yeah. Uh, who did you, who did you, well let's let's just in case you didn't watch the game it was a one nothing win Kudamane with yeah. the game winner scored uh, in like the thirty second minute or something like that thirty second minute yeah and uh, we uh, kept L A on their L A in, just the interesting in stuff from the game yeah. in in L A uh, that's only L A had no shots on target yeah that's only their third time in L A Galaxy history and I first time. I'm not sure if it's first time at home period or first time at StubHub, but one of the two. It's either their first time at home or first time at StubHub that they haven't had a shot on target. Oh, they haven't had a shot on target. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be. So, Do you think Bruce Arena is going to be giving Landon a call? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because <laughs> they, they really were could left use wanting uh, in yeah. front of goal. I, to, and be, to be fair, they were missing six starters. Yeah, from true. from their current roster. Yeah, like not even their. We're not even talking just Landon Donovanless LA. We're talking like yeah. they're they're missing a lot of their roster right now. Yeah, a bunch um, of guys went to play uh, for the U.S. Neither of their wing backs were their first choice either. Yeah, uh, they had Sordo playing on one side. Oscar Sordo, young guy. I mean, like he did pretty well, but he's a young guy, inexperienced. Yeah. Uh, Sidic, I think he's as a, as a wing back. I think he's he's. Pretty good utility player, but I think he's probably about third choice if you're talking about playing as a wing back. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, he's he's a midfielder, is he not? Yeah, yeah. usually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's a pretty useful utility player. You can kind of plug him in anywhere. Not striker is my understanding, and he'll mm. do reasonably yeah. well for you. But at the same time, he's he's not a starter, right? Yeah. Um, I. Uh, in terms of Vancouver, though, uh, um, I, I was really... Still a little disjointed at times. Yeah. It was the most frustrating win I've ever watched. Uh, I, put there it that way. There should have been more goals. Is that what you... Yeah. yeah there should have uh, been more. Just, it was a, such a well-rounded performance from so many people, and yet it still kind of got scary a little bit. The chemistry doesn't look like it's quite there yet. Um... Yeah, I let's. You want to talk about individual performances a little bit, and that'll kind of help us break down the game. Here, sure. I think, a little well, bit. I, I think one thing that's important when we're talking about chemistry, though, just real quick, is 
This is 16 games into the MLS season. Yeah. 18 games played total. Yeah. And this was the 18th different starting 11. This, though, is close to... I think this is close to what you, you're probably going to see as a starting 11 going forward. I like. I would hope that you would have your your starting eleven by now. And this is this is similar though. I think to some some of the other good games we've had. I, not exactly the same. Um, I think we've pretty much seen this lineup before, but with uh, Darren Maddox in place of Kakuta Mane as the starting winger. Yeah, we've seen that. Um, uh, we've seen because um, yeah, this lineup with let's, Mauro let's talk about the lineup for a second. Yeah, like the Pedro, back. Yeah, Osted obviously in goal. Uh, backline was Betasher, Waston, Ka, Harvey. Yeah. Uh, let's talk. You know, midfield. You're holding. You had Laba and Kofi. Uh, Kofi starting, which Kofi hasn't got a lot of starts this year. Um, but he looks like he's got into form now. And and again, yeah. this game was fantastic. I thought. And and Russell Tybert's going away with the Canadians. Yeah. Uh, so national duty. We're on a bye this week, so I don't know. Yeah. If we'll see uh, Rusty back for the next New York game, uh, I'm not sure of the timing with that. It's like the in, in 20th it, or something like that. You're in any case, he'll be yeah. if he's coming back from it. You may still see Kofi get the start, anyways. And I think Kofi's played well enough to warrant well, to start. That's what I'm, yeah, that's um, what I think. I think you need to take this exact lineup and start them in New York. Yeah, uh, Tybert came on as a sub for Laba to give him a little bit of a breather. Uh, but Lava played fine as well. Um, Kristen Teixeira looked pretty good on the wing. Morales. I, yeah, I thought Teixeira actually had a really good game. Yeah, I thought he was solid. Uh, Pedro Morales in the middle looked good. Uh, Kakuta Mane on the wing. Um, and then Rivero up top. I thought Kakuta Mane, uh, was, he, was he named man of the match? Probably. I think he was. Um, best defensive performance I've seen from him yet. I think best overall best performance, performance. Seen, this um, year at least. He was running at Omar Gonzalez all night. Um he was playing guys in, like he was squaring up. Yeah. When he ran into trouble, he'd turn, he'd square it up to someone. He was looking to put through balls to guys. Yeah. Well and, and I just I've never seen him his his head was up. He was looking for players. It was well, great. Yeah. Well and the goal he scored was really simple, got the through ball, ran at Omar Gonzalez, cut inside and shot. Yep. And put it in the back of the net. Simple. Picked a spot. Took it. Didn't need to do anything other than that. Which is the thing that I think all, most people complain about with him. Is that he just doesn't make up his mind. He cuts inside. He cuts outside. He cuts back. He tries to take and a he, shot. He, he puts did, it wide. He did that a couple times earlier running at Gonzalez. Yep. Um, I thought a couple too many touches. And then he'd kind of lose it. And that was what I, I thought was the issue. The first couple of runs at Gonzalez. And, uh, but he, he simplified. He got his goal. Um he was tracking back defensively. He made a couple of good tackles. I think he had four tackles in yeah. the game. Yeah, and yeah, had, I think he, that's most he's uh, ever had in a game. He had more chances on net too. He had one before he scored. Yeah, he had a good run in, and then there was the other one. Uh, Tashera had that post as well. Yeah, they said Rogue got his fingertips on it, but I don't. Yeah, when I when I watched it, there was fingertips on it, but I don't know if it was enough that it actually redirected it at all. I think so. Did it? I think so. Uh, it was a good shot from Tashera. Anyways, fingertips and post. A um, little bit unlucky there. It was good if 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 he actually redirected it. Good save from Rogue. Um, who is their third string goaltender? I so that's another. Up, I think he's up for save of the week. With that, I think so. Really, 
I hadn't seen that. But anyways, he he is their third string keeper. Or maybe I'm thinking of Um, Bingham. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyways. Oh, I might be thinking of Bingham. Yeah. Never mind. I didn't remember seeing him in there. Um, Anyways, you know, and the thing was, as the game went on, um, it looked like Maddox was going to come on earlier, but Teixeira and Mane were playing so well, I think Robinson was reluctant to sub anybody out at 60. Yeah. Uh, So he ended up holding out, I think, yeah. Maddox came on in the 81st minute for Pedro Morales. Uh, and then oh, before that, we had uh, uh, the Tybert for Laba was at 75. And then Rosales came in for <laughs> Mane at 75 as well. Yeah. So. And then they kind of reshaped into a 4-4-2 diamond. Yeah. Um, which is, I like that Robinson is willing to at least do that. Yeah, because um, I, I feel like with the personnel he put out there, that worked a little better. Yeah, and uh, I think that um, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, until it happens consistently, but Darren Maddox plays best in tandem. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Maddox looked pretty good as a sub. Uh, I thought Rosales looked pretty good. Or as a winger, good. actually. Uh, He's really good as a winger, too. Yeah. yeah, I like him on the wing. Let's see. Any Rivero. Okay. Rivero, I thought for sure he was going to shoot on at least one of those. He had, there were a couple of two-on-ones, one with Pedro and yep. one with Darren Maddox. Uh, the one, yeah. the first one was to Pedro, and beautifully placed pass. Yeah, miss of the century. If he, really? Pretty, yeah, I mean... I, when you watch that from the back angle, he they kept saying, oh, he had so much space, and it looks like it from the front, but when you actually get that from the net cam, Rowe was taking away a lot of that net. A lot of that net, but you expect Pedro to put it away. Coming across his body and having to take it on the... He either has to open up and take it with his right foot and square it up back, or go back across, or he's got to hit it with his left foot coming across the body, which is his weak foot. I, I thought he did pretty well to get it on net you know probably should have had a goal but when you hit the post in that situation i'm i'm not gonna go crazy over that no i I disagree i think that shot should have been in the back of the net every day of the week and then i i thought it was a little bit unfortunate and then the rebound to rivero rivero should have hammered that home yeah first time yeah that that shouldn't he have. He shouldn't have had to think about that one. Froze. Yeah, it was off the. If you didn't see, it was off the post, and then back to Rivero, who should have just smashed it into an open net. Yeah. Um. Instead, he kind of got tangled in his feet. Yeah. And then the second one was to Darren Maddox, which was just it was kind of a bad pass, terrible and pass. And it was just way in front of him. Well, way it, too hard. What What happened was, I think Darren kind of pulled out of the run because he realized he didn't have enough. the The gap was closing between them and the goaltender. And so Darren pulled out of the so run. So he backed off a bit. So, so he backed off a bit to give a, a gap behind. And so there was a passing lane now in yeah. front of the defender. Uh, Rivero still passed in front of the defender. Just, but and just hammered it across. And hammered so it across rather than... Yeah. yeah. So it just... It it was a little disjointed. Um, I I thought Rivero should have shot a one. He, he is the striker. I want to see him shoot on at least one of those. Yeah, I... W- you, he could have shot. I, I think in those situations, the way it played out positionally, passing both times was the right call. Yeah. Um, But just I, I, execution like I, on, the, at least on the second one, was poor. Yeah. 
Uh, on the first one, definitely, I think the pass was the right call. The pass, it was a great pass. It was, a, yeah, don't get me wrong, it was a great pass. Um, the only issue I have with the pass is you're passing it. He still had, he had a straight shot at the net. Like, he could have kept going. Yeah, he could have. And he's on his strong foot. Instead, he puts it across to a guy who has to either open up or hit it with his weak foot. It's a little bit more of an awkward shot for Pedro than it is for Rivero coming in on his strong foot. Uh, like, it's six and one half dozen the other. Like, they're both good yeah. plays in my mind. But, you know, it was almost the same play twice he was trying. Why not switch it up on one of them? Yeah, on the second one. It was, it was the way it they worked were all, out. They were almost identical. He should have shot. I would have liked to have seen him just smashing at the net on the second one after the first one didn't work out. Yeah. Um, as much as I like to see guys pass. He's got to do something to break this. He's got to break the, the slump. slump. Um, overall, though, yeah. I was really unimpressed yeah. with him th- this yeah. game, to be honest with you. Uh, there were so many times where I was literally up in my living room screaming at the television for Rivero to run when he was standing around watching the play happen. Well, see, this is and this this was actually funny because last time we talked about how we want Rivero to run less. I want him to run towards the net. But I don't g- want him to run away this, from the this net. Is, yeah, this is this is the thing, and it was funny because uh, Jay Demerit was doing color and he was talking about it too because there was one point early in the match where Rivera was running too much. He was chasing down a couple of loose balls that were just way out of his reach. And and Jada Merritt goes, you know, Robinson's probably going to want him to, I don't know, maybe he didn't say Robinson, but he goes, they're going to want him to to slow it down and conserve his energy a little bit. Yeah. That was uh, basically what Jay was saying, which is exactly what we talked about last week. Exactly However, week. I think he got the message maybe a little too much because... He, there were times where he just wasn't running at all. Yeah, well, I mean, there were stupid things where he would, like, run down a pass, like, out wide. Yeah. And wouldn't have a, an option to run at a goal, so then he turned. Yeah. Looked for the pass, which is great. Make a pass. Finds Pedro. Yeah. Pedro gets it. And then Rivero just stands around, watching Morales try to dribble out of trouble. And that's exactly when you need to be making your run. Whereas, yeah, if you yeah. you know pass it down the line and then make your diagonal run towards goal, Morales at least has an option to pass that ball in and then also make a run in himself to give support. But instead, you're just passing it and then standing around watching 10 other people play. Yeah. And, and this happened on a few occasions. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Um yeah, I probably. Yeah, it's not the greatest performance from Rivero. Um, yeah, like uh, overall, like like I said, professional performance from the team. They got the win. Yeah. Um, they kept. Was it Robinson kept talking about how you know you know beating the best LA Galaxy yada yada. They're not they, really the they, best right now. They're not really the best. They're like they they don't have they're missing six starters. Like if you beat, like, don't you, get me wrong, yeah. it's still tough to go into StubHub and take a win from them. Yeah, it's still definitely tough because definitely. twenty nine games streak, twenty nine game streak, where they hadn't been defeated, and, and guarantee they they've had they've dealt with injuries there before. You don't go that long at home winning games, and you you don't stay healthy for that long. No, they've dealt there, with, there's they've not dealt the with, same eleven no. players for every, all twenty nine of no. those games. So the LA Galaxy are one of the better equipped teams to deal with injuries. Yeah, but. 
but I mean, and this they, can also go back to what we were talking about before we were podcasting about the Detroit Red Wings, about how the Detroit Red Red Wings can have a bad game, but that doesn't mean the Detroit Red Wings are a bad team. No, and well, I mean they're they're getting older now, which is maybe what that boat the LA Galaxy are in right. Well, yeah, but older, I mean but they've been cons- they've won four they, of the last or sorry three of the last four MLS Cups. Yeah, all right. Uh, they're this is the tail end of of a dynasty team. They're still um, a good team. Yeah. They're still tough to beat at home, but we can't hype this to be the be-all, end-all of wins. No, it's uh, not. There's, there's tougher teams to beat in this league yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, D.C. being one, um, Seattle being Seattle, the other. Toronto might be getting themselves into that category. Toronto was in third in yeah, the power that's rankings Yeah, that's what week. I'm saying. Like, um, now, Gio, mind, well, Gio, now Vin- mind you, Giovinco's Gio in third. Giovinco's in third. The rest <laughs> of Toronto. Well, Giovinco is in third. Josie Altidore's probably hanging around the five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, five to eight it's, somewhere. It, it's the it's the Sebastian Giovinco show in Toronto right now, though. with with a little bit of Josie Altidore and Michael Bradley yeah. thrown in. For and good and measure. the thing is, he's gonna realize that he's good. Yeah, and leave. <laughs> yeah, he's making enough money that he might just be like. That's true. And, and the thing is, Toronto sports fans are des are de- yeah. Toronto sports fans are desperate for someone to win. And if he can bring them some Ugh, wins... Why can't the Blue Jays just do it? Well, seven-game unbeaten streak. <laughs> They're at 500. This is a year they, despite their weak pitching, it, you know, if they shore up their pitching, they could take a run at the division this year. It's, weirdly enough, you know, the American League East is supposed to be the strongest division, but for whatever reason this year, it's just... Kind of so-so. Yeah. Things change. So things change. Um, we, just went st- we just went straight into Blue Jays straight talk. Straight into there. Blue Jays talk. <laughs> sports <laughs> radio. Back to, <laughs> back to the My, my point is Toronto sports fans yeah. will love him. And Toronto sports fans are very passionate sports fans, whatever else I they, say about they them. They love Defoe, too. Yeah. So they loved Defoe. He could be a superstar in Toronto, yeah. you know, if he turns that team into a winner. Because I think Toronto's desperate for a winner. There's a lot of people that are superstars in Toronto. Drake? And, and not a- anywhere <laughs> else. Yeah. Why not take it, though? Yeah. He's I, getting I good enough know. money to do it. I guess. Um, One of those three guys is not going to be there next year. No, probably not. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm willing to put... I'll buy you a beer if one of those three guys isn't there. You'll buy me a beer if one of them isn't there? Yeah. That's a good deal. And if and if all three of them are there, then you buy me a beer. I don't like that deal. Oh, okay. Well, I'll for, take it, though. Forget it. I'll, no, I'll take it on the off chance I maybe get a beer. Okay. And if not, I'll buy you a beer, which okay, here's, is the here's, worst here's, thing here's, ever. Here's, here's what's up. Uh, it if, happens. If, if, if all three of them are there, you buy me a beer, I'll buy you a beer. Okay. And if one of them leaves... I'll buy your beer, and then you pay for my beer. Sounds good. We'll go to the pub. Yeah. I like that. I like it, too. All right. Good deal. It's And it's immortalized now on the internet. The waitress is going to think we're nuts. Don't they all? Um, um, so, <laughs> soccer. Soccer, Whitecaps, uh, beating LA. Good times. Good times were had. Yeah. Uh, defense, Pamo Duca. Best performance as a white cap, hands down. No questions yep, asked. Yep. Uh, so? He didn't do anything. He played reasonably well and didn't do anything incredibly stupid. 
Yeah, I thought he was good. I thought Jordan Harvey Jordan put Harvey. in a great shift. Yep. Um, Beta sure scared me a few times where he was he mistimed the ball getting to the defender and instead yes. ended up taking a lot of defender and I'll missing the ball completely. You mean a lot of attacker? Uh, yeah, sorry, attacker. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, missed the ball completely, got a lot of attacker. Yeah, got, he got away with one. He got away with one for sure. He at got the a beginning yellow, there. And he probably got away he probably got away with one of them only because he had been carded for the first one. Yeah. And it wasn't bad enough that you were going to be like, all right, I'm showing you the red this early in the game. Yeah. Otherwise, it probably would have been a yellow. So, so th- I was a little concerned yeah. about that, but it was nice having um, his pace back there. Uh, yeah. As good as Tim Parker has been, yeah. Um, more experience and more pace. More bit, yeah, yeah, and and better suited, I think, to be on a right back. Being a, like, yeah, for sure. Tim Parker is a little bit of a square peg. Y- um, you know, he does. He does. I I think he's a guy that could be a very serviceable right back but is definitely better suited to the center back position. Yeah. So Yeah. Are we done with that? Yeah, I think game? We're d- I think we're done cool. with that game for the most um, part. Um there were three red cards in San Jose. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I watched that. Did you see that? Only two Holy of those crap. Or sorry, only one of those in my mind. The third one. The third one, yeah. Was actually Sorry, I just hit myself in the mouth with the microphone. Only <laughs> 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 Only the third one in my mind was actually a red card. The first two were ridiculous. Yeah. Like, just completely uh, ridiculous. Uh, like, can MLS fine that ref for being so oh, bad? Who was that? It was. Baldomero um, Toledo. Was it Toledo? I think it was. Oh, yeah. It was. I couldn't remember if it was Toledo or Petrescu. It wasn't Petrescu. It was, it was it definitely was t- it was a South Toledo. American dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was brutal. Uh, so, one thing I wanted to talk about today, now that we're past that game, uh, Whitecaps. One game shy of the halfway point of the season. Mm-hmm. So I heard some stats today about where they were relative to last season. Oh, boy. I couldn't remember them all, so I went and looked them up again. So last season at this point, we were 6-3-7. and Okay. Good for 25 points. Mm-hmm. This season, we are 8-6-2, and two, so more losses. In fact, we're all, last season, we only had eight losses the entire year. We're already at six. Yeah. Um, however, we are a point ahead because we have more wins. Yeah. So we had twenty. We got twenty six points this year to last year's twenty five. However, this is where it got really interesting for me. Was the goals for goals against? So yeah. we were supposed to be more offensive this year. Yeah. And la- we, okay, last year we had no strikers. Yeah, last year at this point, it was um, Eric Hurtado and Darren Maddox. And Darren Maddox. Kenny and Miller Kenny, was gone. Kenny Miller was gone, but was probably still second or third on the team in scoring at this point. I think he got three goals he had three, last year. He had three goals. I can think of three off the top of my head, maybe four. Yeah. And Eric Hurtado really hit his stride when he had his, his five goal streak, I think was it was in second, May. Second? Oh, was it May already? I think it was in May. Okay, so he may have been our leading scorer at that point. He had, yeah. I, it's harder to find a breakdown of game by game stats. Um, without a lot of searching through every single, and then I guess, sheet. and then I guess Pedro was the guy. Pedro was the guy. Um, we won a lot of penalties that year, yeah, which we haven't this year. No, um, but in any case, so last year we had twenty-five goals at this point, and we're considered to be a team struggling to find goal scoring. Yeah, 
this year, we have 18 goals. Yes. We are seven behind last year's pace. Yes. Now, one of the things that I think is different was we were struggling to find goals over stretches, but would get like a 4-3 win in Portland. Yeah. Whereas we have not put four on the board this year. That that is the case. We a lot of one nil wins. Um, you know, we're, a we're couple of we're scoring a little more evenly this year. A couple of two one, yeah. two nothing. So, uh, I think three one is our biggest win. Three, yeah, against Philadelphia. Three nothing. That was three nothing. Three nothing yeah, three was nothing our biggest win against Philly. Um. So. Uh, that is I, it's a, a little a, bit of you a know? concern considering the team's supposed to be more offensive this year yeah i i mean i i'm not too concerned at the moment uh i mean i'm a little bit annoyed at the amount of chances created as opposed to chances finished yeah i'd be interested to that, see chances created this year versus last year at this point that is a little bit um Annoying. Our, our finishing to, rate. Like I said, like I said, the most frustrating win I've ever watched was this LA game. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? You score one goal, you score seventeen goals. At the end of the day, you only get three points if you win. So yeah, the the problem I have here is the number of losses at this point. The, yes, is a problem. That is a little bit of a problem. As long as we are on an upswing, though. Yeah. That could, you the know, I, and I'm not saying we are on an upswing. The Because the we only have, you know, we're yeah. on a one-game winning streak right now. Awesome. So the awesome. telling stat here is the goals against is we've improved a fair bit. Yeah. We're eight goals better. Uh, yeah. 23 last year. 15 at this point. That's good. Uh, goal differential is basically... Almost the same. It was uh, it's three this year. Last year it was two. So the spread is pretty similar. Um, yeah, little bit considering you know we brought in Rivero. He got on that hot streak. Uh, yep. And then has slumped since then. Yep. Where are? Which we knew that would happen. Yeah, we we knew. We said that. But we still need goals to come from somewhere. Yeah. Well, and they can. I mean, even, you know. No striker is hot for an entire season. No, like, um, you know, even well, except e- those years except where Bradley, White, Bradley Ray Phillips. Phillips, he was pretty. Like Wando had that one year where he had twenty-seven yeah. goals or something like yeah. that. Okay, they're few and far between. Yeah, but like even on. you know even like when Camilo won the Golden Boot, there were still games where like he didn't get one for two or three games. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Rivero's probably on five or six games now. I I kind of lost count. Um, what when did he score his last goal? Was it against Philly? Who Pedro? Sorry, I wasn't listening. Rivero. Rivero. Oh yeah, uh, I think it was the Philly game. So it's been a while. Yeah, no, Pedro just scored from the spot in Montreal. That's right. Yeah, um, our only penalty all year. We'll start getting more. Maybe Rivero needs to learn how to dive better. His diving is not good. No, it, it, that's the thing. Is it? Even One if he's legitimately fouled, it looks like a dive. It looks like a dive even when he's legitimately fouled. Like, he is not good at it. Do you think, a little bit of sidebar here, 
Do you think referees are scared to point to the spot? They shouldn't be in North America, but maybe it's still a South America. Like in in South America, South, I believe it. South America, yeah, I, especially I, against the home team. When I was doing the refereeing clinic, how many years ago? Run to your 15, car in South America. How many years ago would that be? <laughs> that ten, ten, the fourteen years ago. Fourteen years ago, I did Kay. that. The first thing, one of the very first things, the instructor told us, and he was from. He wouldn't tell us where he is from, but we found one of the guys found footage of him refereeing an international match. Um, the guy had refed at the international level. Okay. He, he was from Central or South America. I can't remember exactly. Yep. But one of the things he told us was plan your escape route. <laughs> yeah. Before the game. No, like you run. Have a vehicle. To the car. Have a vehicle running, waiting for you, or a bike stashed somewhere that you can get to quickly. And that was one of the yeah. first things he told us. And he was half joking, half serious. I think fully serious if we had been in South America, but considering w- most of us were going to referee the first year, like U10 like U- to U10? U12 yeah. kids. Um, you know, he was half joking there, but it was kind of a warning for future games when you got to a higher level. Yeah, no, I believe it because um, I've heard, <laughs> you know, you hear stories all the time. Refs' cars, you know, flipped over in so, the parking lot, yeah. burned. And so some of these refs may still have that mentality because they are from Central and South America, yeah. a lot of them. Okay, yeah, so no, may- that's a good point, are. actually. That's a good point. So maybe they are. Maybe it's just just like it's, just like it's a holdover for some South American players diving when they first come here. Yeah. You know, we've seen it with just about everyone we've brought in from South America. We got to get some guys. We got to import some guys from UEFA because those refs will point to the spot in the 94th minute of a, a relegation knockout round. Yeah, like I've seen it happen. Yeah, it's Ta- okay. You want to talk about tough goals to score? I, I think I think part of it scoring a penalty in the 94th minute in the opposition stadium while your team's fighting to stay in the Premier League. It's almost one that you want to miss. Yeah, and I've seen it missed. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I was going to say is maybe not fear of pointing at the spot, but I think I think there is a little bit of a reputation that some players get. Yeah, um, no, I understand that. Particularly the, some of the white cats being from South America have yeah. fairly or unfairly have had that reputation, and I think to some extent fairly... Being a fan of the Whitecaps, I can still acknowledge like some of those guys when they first started playing here. Yeah, Fernandez used to hit the turf pretty quick. Yeah, uh, he got better as the season went on. He was hitting the turf less and less. Camilo yeah. when he first came over. Well, here's the thing though, Camilo when he first came here dove a lot. Yep, and got a lot of calls. Yeah, that's he, true. He won a lot. He was good at it. Well, of when penalties he, for Eric Castley. One of the things he did though, and this is this is this is the same thing in. Uh, hockey is he kept his feet moving if i recall correctly he he would have his feet moving when he went down rivero kind of stops and just kind of like flops and over and does a swan you, you dive. gotta make it look like you're yeah. still trying to move yeah Cam- C- camilo was good at looking like he was still trying to yeah. move when he hit the but down. second year yeah had the reputation Yep. The referees would have been briefed, like, hey, this guy, yep. it would go around, this guy hits the he turf hits a lot. the turf. 
didn't get any calls. Yep. And we got one penalty all year. Then we got to the next year, and he stayed on his feet, and all of a sudden, yeah, he starts scoring. And we got goals. lots of penalties. Yeah, and we got lots of penalties. Like he, pr- I think like ten of his goals were probably penalty kicks. Yeah. Like he buried a lot of them from the spot. Um, we're talking too much about Camilo. Not enough. But we need someone to score goals like yeah. that again. That'd be great. I'll bring him back. I don't care. I would be as long as he as long as he's filling the net. I don't care. I would be reluctant, but at the same time, would probably be able to deal with it eventually. Yep. Um, I also want Eric Hasley back, but that's not going to happen. That's so. not, that's well, he, like, I want him and Kumiento back. Yes, but that's yeah. not going to happen. No. Uh, no. But we. I want Justin Moose back too, and again, not going to happen. No. Isn't he like thirty-eight? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. So. Goals are an issue. Goals are an issue. And Fini- finishing Darren, is Darren Maddox is leaving on international duty. Yeah, but maybe that would give you know a proven goal scorer an opportunity to get on the field. I'm talking about Robert Robert Earnshaw. Earnshaw. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna get like he better get I, on the field. I will lose my shit. If he and I'm sorry for field. cursing. If if. Eric Hurtado. We we can bleep that out. Yes. No, we're not going to go back I'm not going to I'm not going to bleep gonna it out. I'm sorry. It. It's a family show, but it happens. Yeah. Um bleep. It's a little late. Right. If Eric Hurtado gets more appearances than Robert Earnshaw while Darren Maddox is gone, I will lose my mind. Yeah. That's fair. I get that. That is absolute garbage. Like, I... Eric Hurtado hasn't even been in the team picture lately. And there's... And rum- I'm fine. There's rumors of him being on the trading block. I hope so. Which... Like, get something for him. It would be interesting. He's been a rather useless player, and I've kind of said that ever since he came here. His first touch. is atro- It was <laughs> atrocious. It got better. It was horrible. It got better. No, I mean, like, his very first touch on the field, I remember, was horrible, too. Oh, yeah. It was... Although, that being said, he should have had... a lot better. He should have had a goal in his first game. Yeah. But it was called offside off a BS refing call. He improved a lot. I think the thing is, the quality of the team, despite our lack of goal scoring so far this year, the quality of our team has improved, and... I don't think his level has maybe jumped to no. the level that our new guys are at. I mean, that being said, they could play him and he could come in and score a hat trick. And I'd be like, well, where was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, like, I I don't mind him as a player, but I, I don't think he's no. going to be... Unless he shows significant improvement, I don't know if he's improving at the rate the league is improving at uh, as a whole. So. Uh, he would be really good in, like, Houston. Yeah, I, well, and the thing is, I think he could be a really useful winger on the right team. Yeah. I don't know if he, he could is going to be He could be a good Eastern Conference player. Like, if they trade him to, like, Orlando or Chicago, like, he could do well out there. Yeah, well, I, the thing is, I think he could even do decently well in the West, but as a winger, but I don't think he's going to beat out Teixeira. I think Teixeira's too good for him to beat out right now. Yeah. 
And he's got Rosales and Teixeira in front of him as a winger. And then as a striker, he's got Rivero, Earnshaw, and Maddox ahead of him. And I don't yeah. think he's going to beat any of those out right now with Maddox's improvement. Rivero, Earnshaw, Maddox, and potentially Kakutamane. Yeah. Then on the left wing, you've got to beat out Mane and Maddox again. And I don't think he really plays the left wing. I don't know if we've ever seen him on the left wing. I don't think so. So, I mean, maybe he could play it. But he, we're, there's a lot of competition in the spots he's looking to play. Yeah. And unfortunately, it would I would love to be able to keep him. Like if it were just, yeah. if it were an issue of, hey, he's just some extra depth we have. And, you know, maybe one day, like, as he goes on, he'll improve and get some games and do well for us. Yeah. But we're in a league where salary cap, right? Yeah. Well, and here's the the thing. This is a a sort of a a tangent. But I think, like, at this this point, you kind of got to get what you can for him. Yeah. And it'd be really great if we could sign another winger. Like, a true out-and-out winger. Because... Rosales is not going to be around next season. No, that's true. Like, I'm fairly certain this will probably be his last season playing. Maybe not. He might go somewhere yeah. else. Um, I don't think he'll be but here in a playing role again. No. The only way I see him staying is if he decides to stay on in a coaching role. He has expressed interest in doing well, that. Well, and that's partly why he's here this year is because the team's promised to help him with some of that stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, and so I, I would really like to... And Mesquita's not really that good of a winger. He's serviceable. Yeah. But uh, I've been kind of unimpressed with his play all around this year. He, has, it he has started really well, and it just kind of faded off. Yeah. Um, Which is disappointing, because I really like the guy, and when he is on his game, like he was early in the year, yeah, he, he, he looks like he could be really dangerous. He just... He's been serviceable when he's been on the field, not yeah, which is not good enough to be a starter ever. No, although um, I like him, I like having him as an option on the bench. Yeah, I'm okay with and, him. And I'm okay are, with him coming off the bench. We are going to need some depth. The this couple year, right? of um, starts that he's had, I've, I've been kind of yeah, his starts haven't been great. Un- unimpressed with those. But uh, what would be really good is if we could get some, if we can keep Tachera, because he's on loan. He is on loan. We get a good right winger. Yep. Would love that. I would love to see Kakutamane play as a lone striker. I'm disinterested in seeing that, but... Because he's played well in an out-and-out striker role before. Yeah. Mind you, is in a 4-4-2. The only thing with playing him as a lone striker in a 4-2-3-1... Is he's not strong enough? I, I like he, he's gonna score goals. Yeah, but it's gonna be tough on him physically. Yeah, and he is not going to be good at bringing other people into the play. So you really need your number ten to be driving that play forward, and then yeah which I don't know if Pedro is that kind of number 10. Yeah, I think he is. He and you really just need to get through balls to the guy then. 
or yeah. over the top. Like yeah. it's you're not going to get much in the way of wing play because he's not a target. Like he's not an aerial threat. So your your threat with him as a lone striker. Yeah, but I mean, wing, wing, play, wing play doesn't doesn't mean that you're just gonna. No, but I'm saying cross you, in the ball. All no, no, the time, but I'm right? saying you become a little bit one dimensional with. You do, but if you score goals, fast. does it matter? My question is, would the goals come consistently enough if he's playing as a lone striker regularly? I think they would. Well, I mean, and here's the thing: it doesn't even need to be a lone striker. No, that, I'm, but I'm, in, I'm okay in, with in him as a striker in an advanced forward position. Okay, I I would agree with that. I don't know if I like him as a lone. That's striker. where the most of his goals have come yeah, from. I, if it's a four four two, I say for sure. In a four two three one, I don't know if I like him as the lone guy. Maybe in in, in this kind of league. Yeah, I I, I can see I, think, I can see where you're coming I think, from. I think you become a little bit one dimensional with him as a lone striker in a four two three one. Well, and he's not as physically strong as uh, like Rivero or Maddox. No, either. there's not. So gonna, that's, uh, your hold up play isn't going to be as good. That's 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 a bit of an issue. Yeah. But in a four four two, I would like to see that happen. Yeah, then I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with seeing him in a four four two. Darren Maddox, yeah, who's played fairly well recently, uh-huh. I think has another chance to kind of kickstart, re-kickstart himself again. Yep. I mean, he hasn't really dropped off. Yeah, he hasn't scored in the last couple of games, but no, I mean, he started still against Montreal well. yep. as a striker, and I don't know if he touched the ball. He all well, game. he smashed like, that one off the post. Right, that's true. When he had a chance, I think that might have been his first touch. To be honest with you, yeah, but like, he he also wasn't really getting service. That's what so I'm that's, saying. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. So it's it's not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not. Re- I can't really put the blame on him. Yeah. Other than you hit the post, bury it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, like I you keep it, it happens. Down. It was a good shot. Yeah. It was. A, it posts happen. Um, he is on his way. I, I don't know if he's on his way yet, but should be very soon on his way to Copa America. Yes. Uh yeah, he, uh, he is on his way. He is on his way already. He will not be available for the New York Red Bulls game. I don't think. They have some interesting opponents. They uh, Uruguay. Yep. Paraguay. Yep. And Argentina. Yep. I didn't realize they were playing Argentina. Yep. That's going to be interesting. There's is, big uh, teams in this. There's in this tournament. Teams in this Brazil tournament. is also in it. Yeah, Brazil uh, is also there. Uh, is Spain in it. Let me check. I've got the schedule up here right now, actually. Uh, let me just scroll up. Uh, Colombia, Venezuela, yeah. Peru, Bolivia, Ecuador, Mexico, yeah, Chile. No, no Spain. Okay. But that's still a pretty stacked tournament. That's going to be entertaining. I hope some of those games are televised up here. Uh, I, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. But kind of hope so. I mean, not on your standard sports package. If you get, you know, the extended package, if you get Fox Sports or Fox Soccer Plus or whatever, they might have those. But In any case, I, it's yeah. a chance for uh, uh, one of our young players to go up against some big-time opposition. Potentially the best player in the world. Yeah, Lionel Messi. Yeah, if he's if he's on that. Uh, well, and a chance to go up against Suarez smart. as well. Who cares? <laughs> Try not to get bit. <laughs> um, uh, he may come back with puncture wounds. Yeah. I, no secret that Luis Suarez is my least favorite player in the entire world. No, but he's also incredibly talented. He is. Um, 
So that that's cool. I I do hope I that will give cool. him a I, bit of a kickstart. The um, European training stints this summer seem to have kind of kickstarted him a bit. Yeah, and I, he had a good successful run with Jamaica yeah. earlier in the year. He's I don't know guy. if it was before the season started or or right at the beginning. It was of the right season. at the beginning, I think. He scored uh, three goals in three games for Jamaica. Yeah. One of them being the winner of the uh, uh, Caribbean Cup. He seems to be the kind of guy that thrives on international play and and who also just is really, really wants to step his game up. Like, he wants to be a big-time player. Yes, yes. And uh, I think that's something you want in your young players. That drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So. Uh, any other? We got uh, Russell Tybert going up with the Canadian team. Yep, that's, uh, uh, they're kicking off on Thursday against Dominica. Dominica. World Cup qualifiers Dominica. for... Maybe Russia 2018? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Russia 2018. No, there are chances. Like, legitimate yeah, chances. Yeah, no, no. The FIFA that official came out and said, like, it, Qatar and Russia may not be allowed to host. Yeah. Um, if it turns out. There were, in fact, bribes, which... <laughs> that seems like pretty... I mean, I guess you got to prove it. People have been. I mean, they found bribes, like records of like bribes and stuff going. Yeah. Back to the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. Yeah. So. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but it'll be interesting. Canada's got Dominica. That is, I feel like that is a game. You have to win that game. You you have to win both of those. Like you can't. Yep. If even one of them is and a draw, like it's it's just. Well, but here's the thing though, like. Canada does well in the early stages of qualifying. And sort and sort of? No, they do. No, well, they like, like I would I would say sort of they they, they win this first round, but there's only yeah. cuz there's only basically three stages here. Yeah. They, they beat Dominica. If they beat Dominica, they got one more team to go through. Yeah. And then they got to go to the Hex. No. Yeah. No. Not even close. If they beat, like, there are many rounds in qualify. This is the beginning of World Cup qualifying. Look at yeah, yeah look, look it up. It up. This here. Like, they're not even in like like this is the first round. Like I think you got to go through three or maybe four rounds and then the hex. I thought there's only one more round after this that group stage. I thought it's you get through. Maybe because we're so low seated, there is like a knockout round. Yeah, I thought there was a and knockout. And then the group I thought there was, stage I thought starts. There was, I thought there was a knockout, and then the group stage, and then the hex. It's not. It's not the hex next. No, no, I didn't say the hex yeah. next. It's the knockout that we're in right now. Yeah. Then there's a group stage, and then the group stage teams go on to the hex. Like the winners from the next stage. Yeah, but there's a couple rounds, though. Because, like, they won't be playing the Hex till like, 2017. No, no, I, I understand that. But then there's the group stage where you've got, like, three teams that you've got to do home and away with each one. There's first round, second round, third round, fourth round, and fifth round. Fifth round and then being the from Hex. from there to the Hex? Fifth round is the Hex? Fifth round is okay, the Hex. Okay, so there's more rounds than I realized. And yes. I thought it was this and then straight to the group stage and then the Hex. No. Okay. Uh, round, First round. I stand corrected. First round, where's... All I'm uh, saying is they need to win this. 
This is this is second round, I think. Sorry. Yeah. This is second round? Yes. What was the first round? Uh first round was we didn't even play in the first round. Okay. We're seated high enough we didn't have to play we're that. Seated high enough we didn't have to play that. Wow. Um I didn't know there were that many teams below us. Well, it's teams like Bermuda, Dominica, US Virgin Islands, British Virgin I- Virgin Islands, St. Kitts and Nevis, Nicaragua, Belize, Montserrat, Cayman Islands. Yes, uh, pop, Turk, Turks pop, and Caicos <laughs> lost twelve so to four to Saint Kitts and Nevis. Population of Dominica is something like seventy-eight thousand. Yeah. Uh, um, but the, like you know, Canada should win these games pretty handily. Like these yeah. are not going to be your toughest competition. Um, Third round, I believe, will... Okay, so third round. Is the fourth round the group stage then? Okay, so we're in the second round right now. We're in the second round We're right in the now. second round. Yeah. So how many teams do we have to beat in the second round? Do we just beat Dominica and that's it for the second round? It looks like it. Let me just take a look at this. Hold on. We are in pot five, which contains Canada, Cuba, Aruba, Dominican Republic, El Salvador... Sur- Sur- Suriname? Okay, well, here's here's the deal. And Guatemala. I'm, I'm looking it up right here. Uh, I have the schedule. So second round. The schedule. Second round it has only a first leg and second leg, so you're only playing one team. Third round is the same thing. There's only a first leg and a second leg, so you're only playing one team. Fourth round is the group stage. There we go. So for us, there's only one more round than what I originally said. Oh, this is sad. Haiti is seated higher than us. Haiti is seated higher than us. So there's there's one extra round I missed oh. there. That's all. Yeah, because like they shouldn't be playing. Well, this, fourth, this fourth round is being held July 2015. So and the, the fifth the round. Fourth, the fourth round, Aaron. Fifth round is the hex. Yeah. Fourth round is the group stage I'm talking about. Yeah. And then third round. See, I think last year we were seated right away into the third round. I think there was only one qualifier before i think last year we were actually seated in the third round yeah but the fourth round is scheduled to start on july 25th of this year no yeah no the fourth round is scheduled where i have it here starts november 9th of this year okay oh sorry no the draw sorry the draw for the fourth round is yeah there we go fourth round starts november 9th okay that still seems like really early yeah, but the hex doesn't start. The hex is the hex sl- doesn't start till November. The hex is a long, drawn out process. The hex yeah. runs from November the end of November twenty sixteen to October to October twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's it's a long process. It's the hex. There's six teams. You got to do home and away. Yeah, no. with each team, with five different teams, right? So that that's what I'm saying. The hex takes a while. There's only, yeah, and then the third round takes a little while as well. Is this the year? Yeah, but Haiti and Jamaica get a bye to the third round. They do. Um, That's kind of Teams with a bye to the fourth round, so the group stage right before the hex. Yeah. Costa Rica, Mexico, yeah. U.S., Honduras, all not surprising. They uh, all qualified for World Cup. Honduras, did they in the yeah. most recent one? Yep. Yeah, you're right. They did. Uh, then Panama and Trinidad and Tobago. How did Trinidad and Tobago... 
Yeah, that's I'm both both of those. How are they both ahead of us? Well, Panama made it to the almost made it to the World Cup. <sighs> yeah. They just had just to looking beat the at, U.S. Looking at these countries and their populations, and they, they should been not. Over Mexico. They should not be better than us. No, like Pan, like Panama, um, was was a win away from being in the World Cup. Um, all right, this is depressing me. Trinidad and Tobago, I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Okay. So women's World Cup. Yeah, that's a thing where we might win something. Yeah. They uh did you watch the whole game? I did watch the whole game. What did you think? Uh I thought for the first half of the game our backline with the exception of Buchanan. Bu Kadisha Buchanan was brutal. Yeah. I thought they started getting it together as the game went on. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I saw, I started to see some things um, that were a little better. Uh, Cecilman was still passing way too softly the whole game. Yes. She needed to yeah. start making her passes with a little more she wasn't, power. She wasn't the only one. Uh, no, she wasn't the only one, but being the center back, it's a glaring thing when you're the center back because you need to get the ball yes. out of danger quickly. So you well, even even, Bu- even Buchanan was doing that. Yeah, like, but but it was a lot of players were passing soft. They they were, and I maybe it's a turf thing. I don't know. It could, eh, could be, maybe but you think they'd be used to it by now? Um, it's just it stood out particularly with Cecilman. Um, Buchanan I thought was a little bit better uh, in terms of the passing. Um. Who is playing right back? She's a s- normally a... Uh, uh, Belanger. Belanger, right. Um, I thought she did okay considering she's not really a right back, but I'm a little surprised yeah. that we didn't have someone who's a right back to just play that position. I think our right back... No, but like a is, second right yeah. back, I mean. Like someone to who... Emily Zurer is a right back, I want to say. So I was a little like I thought she did well considering she's a striker, but yeah. why is a striker playing right back? I don't know over a right back. There's been a couple of strikers converted to wing backs lately. Robbie Rogers and that other guy. Um, Breck basically, Shea. yeah. So um, I don't know. I thought she did pretty well. Uh, considering and she's like a I said, I think I, th- I want to say Emily Zur is a right back, but I'm not sure. Here, here's the thing. She, um, uh, I feel, I feel, I feel weird criticizing the women's national team given like their performances in the past and the effort that they clearly have put into this. Um, but like the play, just it wasn't good enough for me. No, all all game, and and you know this is with. The increased attention they're getting, there's going to be increased criticism as well. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't mean to, I like, I don't want to criticize too harshly because it's the first game. Yeah. 53,000 well, people. That's the thing, right? There's going to be nerves. And I, I think it was a bit of a nervy performance. From it them. was a bit of a nervy performance. And it was a bit of an aggravating performance yeah. uh, in terms of, like, China it was not really a team that showed up to play. No, they showed up and parked the bus. They were a team that showed up to get under your skin. Yeah. And try to... However, that mis- one... That free kick was ridiculous. Uh, Was it Lisi? Wang Lisi, I yeah, want to say? Yeah, something like that. Unreal. 
We got we got away with one there. That we totally got away with one there. That was both posts and out. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. Uh, Aaron McLeod owes those goal shot. posts of beer. Uh the other yeah. The team was not ready to break down a team that was parking the bus. I don't know if they expected no. China to park the bus like that. And I think the Netherlands and the and New Zealand are going to be easier opponents in that way because those are both teams that are going to come and play. Yeah. And I think what good what was really good was we came out of it with a win. Yeah. I that I think the, that was important. We got lucky to get the win though. We got a bit we got a bit lucky to get the win, but um we got the win. We've yeah. settled the nerves, hopefully. I'm I'm hoping the nerves are settled. I like I I think I think it's unheard of for a women's national team to be playing in front of 53,000 people. I, it is it is before? it is a little bit unheard of. Uh like, no. Like that's, uh, oh. It's awesome. Like I think it's maybe. fantastic. Yeah, I don't know. Um, attendance I mean, pro- is, probably attendance probably actually at a, at a at a World Cup probably. Yeah, but maybe it was uh like a final and stuff. I don't know if Canada's ever played in no. front of that though. No. I don't know if any Canadian soccer team no, well, the last record was when the men was at it was at Commonwealth like Stadium, like in Canada, yeah. And the men played Brazil, and it was in the fifty thousand something. Okay, it was at Commonwealth Stadium um, again, but they broke that record. Yeah, on uh, on Monday or uh, Sunday, yeah, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, when the hell did they play? I thought Desiree Whatever. Scott had a bit of a troubled performance too. Some yeah. bad giveaways. Um, I thought Sophie Schmidt had a pretty good game. Yeah, like I think she got better as she game. was. She kind of the driving force of that. Yeah, like she she looked yeah. like she wanted to push for something. She, I mean, look, she's at the top of her game right now. She's in the best form of her life. Um, she unleashed a couple of wicked shots. Yes, um, uh, one was left footed too. I was really impressed with that one. She's really embraced uh, more of the leadership role on this team, which is, is good. Um, and I think. Christine Sinclair with unreal finish on that penalty too. Oh my goodness, that was scary. It was, it was terrifying, <laughs> but it was fantastic. Posted um, it. Yeah. So um I, I I'm thinking that from here forward. They're also missing Diana Matheson, which was a, a big blow in midfield. Yeah. Um she's been really solid in midfield for them in the past. So um I I I think, I think we're going to see a better performance. You're going to see a better performance I, against yeah. New Zealand. I think they're going to put in a couple goals, um, and and hopefully, um, they, they need to win the group. Anything less than winning the group is um, a disappointment. A bit of a disappointment. A bit of a disappointment. Uh, and I think Netherlands are the only team that are going to challenge for that. I think New Zealand's sort of. That goes Thursday. What time is that? Is that the evening game? That's a good question. I don't know. I think it's the evening game, but I, I can't. I think it is the late they're, game. They're Alberta time, so I think it's six Pacific. Are they back in Edmonton? I think they're still in Edmonton for the. I think for the whole group stage, aren't they? No. No. No, they would play away for one. Okay, I thought they were still in Edmonton for that one. Uh, they, they'll be in in Edmonton for at least two games. I think. I th- I think this is one of them. Uh, because you got to play. As a quote unquote away team. Okay. That's a little bit strange. A little bit. But um, it happens in Men's World Cup too, right? Like you don't oh, play. Sorry. You don't play all your games at the same. Because they, well, they also they have cup, cup games. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, like, or, or they have like. Group, yep. No, group it's, it is in Edmonton. Okay. It is in Edmonton. It goes at seven local time, so that would be six o'clock here. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was right. And then that's. No, I'm, uh, no, I'm curious. Now I want to know where their third game is. I can find that out for you uh, if you give me half a second here. I got it. Ah, here we go. I got it. Uh, Montreal. Montreal. Seven thirty local time. So. Five five thirty here. I can still catch most of that. June fifth, June fifteenth. I don't even know what that might even be the weekend. What day is? Oh no, it's a Monday. So yeah, that's the group stage. Um, it was positive they got a win. Yep. Um, the response by Canadian fans has been fantastic. Yeah, very good. Uh, very good. You know, they had uh, I think thirty one thousand for the U.S. Uh, Australia game. Yep. U.S. Uh, fans showed up in force. There were 26,000 at one of the other games. I can't remember who it was. Uh, and I think 20... I think I heard 28 at uh, in Montreal for another game. That's pretty good. Yeah, in any case, the, the attendance have been good. And if, like Canada was the only country that wanted to host this tournament. I think Kenya tried. Did Kenya then, try? And then bowed out. And then bowed out, yeah. Yeah. But I think when it came down to it, yeah, Canada was the only country actually in the bidding process to host this yep. tournament at the end. Yeah. Which is a little odd. And um, and our so far it looks like hosting a fantastic event. Yeah. I I'd say so. So these are uh, great numbers for women's soccer. I think um, I think this uh I think give, this gives Canada a leg to stand on if they ever apply to host uh, a men's World Cup as a, e- a not not as a single host. Yeah, you have to be a joint. No, no, as a joint because we're just we're never going to have enough stadiums. We're we're not. The, no, there's well, yeah, uh, we don't have big enough stadiums. You need eighty thousand minimum yeah. to host the final. The host, yeah, but th- that could be built. Like that's. Yeah. Fair if they only have to build one stadium, yes, th- they would do that if that was all it was. Yeah, but the problem is it's not just one stadium; it would need to be multiple. Yeah, and there would need to be significant renovations done to several several stadiums, stadiums yep. in order to put in natural grass. That's no. See, that's where I disagree with you. Uh, I think a men's World Cup is going to be held on turf. Within, I'm going to say within four cycles, like within 20 years. Yeah, okay, that's what I was going to say. Because the other I two have already technically been awarded. Maybe in but 20 I'm, years. But I'm thinking within within four to five cycles, there is going to be one held on turf. It is... That's within 16 it, years, it, isn't it? Well, four cycles is 16 years, yeah. five cycles is 20, so... Yeah. You give or take a little bit. Um, four to five cycles. It's. I think you need to see significant improvements in the technology. Well, see, the thing is, the new turf. We haven't played on what the best turf is, so we our no, only, our only no, reference no, no, no. is no, 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 like we we, we we have some okay turf in town. Yeah. Um, that I don't mind playing on, but no. we don't have anything near the quality. Of the turf in, say, BC Place or, you know, some of the other stadiums around the world that have turf. Like, no, we, we that's, that's true. So, and 
you know, but here's the thing though is like even even the best turf in the world is not going to hold up to a well curated natural they're, grass. They're going to get they're going to get close. And part of the problem is here here's the, here's the problem in a, in a in a few things. One, they're going to look bad from an environmental perspective if they host a World Cup in a dry country and are using tons of water. To take care of the grass. Is that, while, what, while is that what FIFA really cares about, though? FIFA, Looking FIFA, good in the public eye? FIFA is going to have to if they <laughs> want to keep their sponsors around. Yeah. It's going to come to that point. Yeah. It's, it's, we're not there now. There's a great bunch we're of... we're going to get there. Um, I saw a bunch of... I don't know if it was the same artist or a bunch of different artists, but they did these great uh, ads for all the FIFA sponsors. Yeah. Um, uh, in a in a bid to get them to pull out of the Qatar, okay, yeah, um, World Cup, uh, uh, all about uh, human rights violations and stuff. We yeah. we talked a bit about this uh, this weekend. Um, where did I see? I'll see if I can pull it up. I might put it in the show notes on uh, on the website. But um, the other thing with the turf here, you, while you're pulling that up, is yeah. turf is cheaper to maintain. It is. And it also opens up some northern countries that maybe don't have as great a growing seasons. Like the other thing is, is even in the U.S., if you, if the U.S. holds a World Cup, they're gonna want a game in Seattle. Seattle's got turf. Yeah, well, and they're gonna put sod over it. For what? They're gonna, they're gonna. If if they do a game in Seattle, they're gonna put either redo the turf well, natural grass, about? or they're gonna put sod over for, top. For of what? The, for what are you talking about? For World Cup. We're, look what we were just talking about. No. They, yeah. It, if they put it, it. Well, if they did it now, they would have to. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, here we go. I found it. It's in the Daily Mail. There are places they want to put games that FIFA would want to put games that have turf. Yes. And for now, they will have to put grass in, sod over top of that. But yes. there's going to come a point where we're going to see some men's games on turf. The other thing is more and more players are growing up playing on turf because it's cheaper for the cities to maintain. Yeah. So more and more players are going to be used to playing on turf, and more and more players are going to be accepting of turf if they're told to play on turf in a World Cup. And I think the the big thing is if they can somehow find a turf um, that has a give to it uh, the way that earth does, right? Like the way yeah. like natural grass does, whereas like if you plant on, on well, the, grass... Well, the BC Place turf actually has sand in it, eh? I, yeah, I saw that. That's And it was interesting because apparently it, 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 they were last minute kind of getting the approval because apparently it failed some sort of bounce test or whatever. It was too too bouncy for the ball, I guess, and so they had to bring in more sand or whatever huh. um, for the FIFA standards. But Because, w- yeah, one of the yeah. biggest things, like the reason it's so hard on uh, on your knees and on your, 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 yeah. your joints and, and uh, why Achilles injuries happen so often on turf yeah. is because when you plant... It doesn't give, yeah. Because like, at the end of the day, there's still just concrete floor underneath it. Yeah. Um, and where that doesn't happen, whereas if I plant really hard, well, it's not directly on, on concrete floor. Some of them are like on a system of shots. Right? Yeah. They, well, they have like a rubber, or, yeah, you know, underneath and stuff. But it's well, no. Some of them are actually like, like 
plates that are suspended on like a like a like a spring system. Really? Yeah, I've seen that. Hmm. I don't know if BC, I don't know if that's what BC Place has, but I've seen it done. I don't think so. I've been on the BC Place turf. Well, the old BC Place turf. And it felt okay. Okay. Um, but it's still Yeah, I haven't been on the old feel, BC Place one. It still didn't feel amazing. It um However, it, that was, that the, was the a big, pretty bad. The shoot, big thing is like when you, you plant it doesn't you still bite way too much. Yeah, um, it, there, there's no give, so that shock is going to run there, through if your you've got joint. You've actual sand in there now? Yeah. And you're it's like you're cuz that's the best pitches are kind of a, in a sandy soil, the grass ones. Yeah. So if you've now got them with actual sand there in between stuff, maybe maybe that's going to be better. I don't I'm really curious. I would love to try playing on it. Yeah. That would be I think the biggest thing would be to get turf that has a little bit more of a give the way natural yeah. grass does they're playing on on grass with dirt underneath it so. and if they can sort of get that technology good and done so that you know the ball bounces more like it does on grass and when yeah. you plant there's a little bit of give to it then i well, would I'm say saying, yes i'm saying 16 to 20 years and i uh, think that's a good number and I don't think I'm going too far out on a limb saying that. No, I think that's that's a good number. Um, but now here's the thing. Do you play that entire World Cup on turn? I think you have to. I, I think, yeah. I, I don't think you can play. Although what you might see, what you might see yep. is a situation where all of the group stage is on turf. And then all of the playoff games are on grass. <sighs> You you might see a situation like that depending That's like 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 say it's a case in, in the U.S. say it's in yeah. the U.S. where you've got access to some really good grass stadiums but most of them are turf because a lot of them they're gonna have to use football stadiums. Yeah, well that's the thing. Like if you're gonna host the final, you're gonna need a so a it, eighty thousand plus seat stadium. It, it could be a situation where you get you know your playoffs and your and whatnot on grass. Because yeah. that's the big stadiums that are you've got some big ones that are available. Yeah, Rose Bowl is a hundred thousand. Yeah. Uh, what's the one where the the Michigan football team plays? You could t- turn that into a soccer pitch. Yeah. For a game, uh, I think they see a hundred thousand there. Uh, where do you put the final? L.A. Rose Bowl. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. mm. in, in any case, you you might see a situation where they try it for the preliminary games. Yeah. Well, and, what, and what then, they could do yeah. in that in that case is because we would be considering a Canada USA COVID. Um, it would be you could. Because like the thing is, you're you're not going to change out the surfaces in any stadium on that no. short notice. So what you could do is you could hold the entire group stage in Canada, yeah, and then move the round of sixteen onward to the U.S. Yeah, that could be something like that. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Let's wrap this up pretty quick yeah, here. Moving on to being done because uh, we've been going for over an hour. Wow, how long have we been going? Uh, hour and eleven minutes. Wow, that's too long. Uh, next week, not next week, the week after. Week after New York Red Bulls. New York Red Bulls. Prediction. I think we see the same roster. I hope we see the same roster. I, I hope Robo doesn't, doesn't go. The only uh, pot- possible change that I see maybe happening is Diego in for Ka. 
Maybe. If yeah. if uh if Diego looks good uh in the Whitecaps F C two match yeah. and, and he's feeling healthy. Okay. Yeah, that could maybe happen. And I'm predicting a two one Vancouver win. Yeah, I think that's that's good. Um I'll say two nothing. I'll go optimistic. Clean sheet first, Ed. Yeah. Okay. Sounds We'd, good. We've done well in, in uh Red Bull <laughs> Arena actually. <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. past. I don't know if we've ever lost in Red Bull Arena. Uh, couldn't tell you. I'd have to look that up, but um, I'm not going to. Yeah, so I'm just going to say that it's a fact. We've never lost in Red Bull Arena. All right. We're, uh, we'll f- yeah. All caps. The all, all caps all the time. Podcast that in makes up stats for you. Yeah. White caps are going to score 100 goals this year. And have already scored 72. Yes. Fact. Volcanoes are made of fire. Fact. Volcanoes are made out of fire and jujubes. Nice. Let's go find a volcano. Dude.